You're listening to the Sewing and Grown podcast and radio show with Jay and Jay. And we're live. Thank you, as always, Desmond. To our main man across, across the, pond. the pond. If you're, this is the first episode you're listening to, I encourage you to listen to the first three episodes. But uh, we acknowledged the guy who does our intro. His name's Desmond, and he's from he's from Britain, mm-hmm. and we're so thankful for him. Um, all right, this episode, this week, this subject matter is snip 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 snip. What are we talking about? To reference where we come from, who we are, Jonathan and John, J and J, we're two guys that grew up doing maintenance here at the church, and that profoundly impacted our life. And we're Mm going to reference certain things. And really, this was something on my heart. I'm not just a maintenance worker at New Creation Church. I'm a Piccinati, okay? That's my last name. That sounds Italian. It's a Piccinati. Tutti a tavola mangiare. (laughs) What does that mean? I'm not exactly sure. I think it means everyone come to the table and eat, which sounds like a very profound spiritual statement. Like, hey, come and partake of what the Lord's qualified you to be a partaker of it. Nice. But Pichinatis love trees, okay? We love trees and we love to prune trees. Mm. My dad literally would prune trees throughout the whole summer, random trees that have been on our property. I don't know. My dad liked pruning trees as well. Maybe it's just a man Maybe it's a dad thing. But I, I'm sure there's some women. I've been like a dad trees. for two years and I haven't pruned a tree yet. Go home tonight and prune a tree. What's wrong with me? Not, you know what? We talked about overcoming your personality. First off, last week, referencing that, yeah. don't focus on what's wrong well, with you. Focus on who you are. Yeah. Just address it. Correlation doesn't equal causation. doesn't mean it's just a dad thing. It's true. That's what I said. There's some women out there that like to prune trees too. Absolutely. They got their Fiskars out. That's the best brand. If you're going to prune a tree... Spend the extra cash, buy Go, some Fiskers. Fiskers. We're, we're not, not sponsored we're by not by, We're sponsored by no one other than New Creation Church who allows us to do Amen. this podcast. Again, thank you, New Creation Church. We love New Creation Church, and it's not just because we're employed here. It's because yeah. we actually love right. it here. And we might sound like a broken record because every week we mention our church, but you give honor where honors do. Yeah. And we love our church and what it's doing in the Valley. Come check us out if you don't have a home church. If you're in one of your churches and you're planted there, Stay there. That's awesome. Keep growing. And now keep talking about your dad pruning trees. Yeah, he, he would prune trees. Uh, and I just realized when I had an opportunity to prune trees, it was like I was automatically drawn to the tree with my whoppers. <laughs> and I wanted to... I'm going to cut you down. I wanted to snip snip. Yeah. But I figured I should probably learn some things about snip snip before I snippity snip. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And also I recognize, again, going back to wherever God has us in whatever season we're in, God wants to minister to us. He wants to talk to us where we're at because our assignments are connected to our purpose. Uh So I'm like, God, what can I learn here? Because the Bible talks about pruning. Yes, it does. Again, maybe Christianese term or not. But What is a standard definition of pruning? If you have one, go ahead. I don't have a Merriam-Webster. Or a new Oxford. Me neither. I don't have that sitting next to me. Well, I'll tell you what pruning. I've learned about pruning. Okay. Maybe that'll turn into a definition of pruning. Yeah. Well, well, just a basic definition of what you know. Like cutting to away be. to yes. promote future growth. Perfect. Sowing and growing, baby. Cutting away something to promote future growth. Yes. So I started doing some research because I didn't want to do damage to the tree. And you can do damage to mm-hmm. the tree by cutting things off of it, believe it or not. So I <laughs> was looking at what do I need to prune? 
to cause growth, to cause health to this tree. You're and still it, talking about the actual tree. You're not talking about your these spiritual These things are going to go hand in hand okay. because they, they tied in, they grafted together. Ooh, that's another nice. tree statement. I'm, I'm along for the ride here on this okay, one. John thank is, you. He's going to add in input yeah, to keep me. Again, remember, the pup is the point. And the leash may right. be long, but we're going to stay on point. We're talking about pruning natural trees. I said, what do you need to cut off a natural tree to cause growth? And here are four areas that you got to cut off. Give them to me. Crossing branches, damaged branches, dead branches, and diseased branches. Talk about crossing branches. That's the one I wanted to focus on. Thank you. We're You're on welcome. the same page. So often we're busybodies, and the Bible talks about busybodies mm. and things that we like to cross into other people's lives. We like to look at what they're doing. We can call that comparison. That's a crossing branch. Comparison. Comparison. Ooh. Isn't that interesting? I learned that first from you. Yeah. It's Compar a sin to compare. Comparison. That's a high that could be the highlight of the day. Yeah. He said he was along for Don't the ride. Compare. Now he's dropping truth bombs. Yeah. Crossing branches. Why? Because wherever it crosses and those two points connect is a spot where a disease can happen. You're supposed to prune that area. Ooh. So I thought that's really interesting. How often do we spend our days thinking about how other people are affecting us and crossing into other people's lives instead of focusing on the main area of growth that God's leading in our lives in our own branch? crossing areas. And again, the other ones kind of go hand in hand, damaged, diseased, and dead. There's areas that we've left on our life that we're mm. called to put away and trim off. That's Wait, would you say crossing branches, just going back to your own life, would it be safe to say that sometimes you might be branching out of your calling? Yeah. So it, if you have two trees you're, that are you're planted, not in your lane. If you yeah. have two trees planted close to each other, when one Guess tree what? starts growing into the other tree, yeah. you lose oxygen. Right. Movement through I'll that give tree. You a story. Because my dad loves planting trees. My it. dad is no longer with us, but that's okay. Hey, he's with us in the wisdom that's going to come yes. out in this podcast. And, you and one thing I, you know, uh, observed about him when I was growing up is he loved planting trees. And I'm not. This isn't like the best. Thing that I learned from my dad, you know, it was I learned from his mistakes. But uh, he, when we first moved into our house, he planted a bunch of trees, and they were all small at the time. But they're obviously going to get bigger. And so one mistake that we made is we planted some trees too close together. So in the backyard, we had a massive globe willow. At the time we planted it, it was yay high and yay big. You determine what yay means. And we planted a globe tree right next to an aspen, right next to an ash tree. And let me just tell you something about ash trees. They're hardy. They are hardy. A little disease prone, as you mentioned, yep. but they're healthy. I yeah. mean. Easy to grow. Easy to grow. Anyways, as the years went by, the globe willow turned into a half globe willow because the aspen tree was impeding on its uh -huh. growth. It was impeding on its right. territory. And because they were planted too close, close to, together, all of the trees in that row in the backyard did not reach their full potential. Mm -hmm. Especially that globe willow. That's true. It's good. See, you can apply these areas mm. many different ways. Another thing about this, acute angles. This was a strange one. Why would you prune an acute angle? So an acute angle... I don't know the it's exact different than an obtuse. Obtuse, obtuse. Right angle. <laughs> so if you're thinking about, imagine a line going vertically straight up. Acute would be 
also going pretty straight up, right? And obtuse mm-hmm. would be more 90 degree. Mm-hmm. Nice. So if it's acute, if it's going straight up, that's a branch you're going to want to prune. Unless it's the leader. There's one leader and every tree needs one leader. That's that kind of trunk? interesting. Well, the trunk, but think of an evergreen. You have a, one little spike like where you put the star maybe yes. on a Christmas tree. Yeah. That's your leader branch. Nice. Now, if you have another branch next to it up there competing with that leader, you want one main leader. Isn't that interesting? I put my star. Right. You want to put the star. But on a fruit tree, if you have one that's growing up in vertical, it's not strong enough to bear fruit. And normally mm. that acute angle break, and it makes me think wow. of where we're seeking attention and to go up in recognition and up in attention, that area needs to be pruned and cut off because it cannot bear the wow. fruit that God wants to grow in our life. That's good. So the best branches that bear the best fruit don't grow up. They, they grow, grow out. out. Wow. That's cool too, That's right? Profound. I mean, it's interesting. God knew what he was talking about when he started telling them us about pruning trees. He knew more about this than I do right now, but the more you dig mm. in, the more you learn. That's the watering So yeah, when it comes to growth. reaching other people, if you're so focused on your growth your and going up, that's not necessarily the healthiest thing. Mm-mm. You want to be growing out and reaching other people. Yeah, reaching out and reaching other people. That was a good one. Uh, another thing, sometimes you feel like you're going through a season where there's a lot of pruning. You ever felt that? Just feels like yeah. God's cutting, He's cutting, cutting away. Sounds really bad, but snip, snip. That's the <laughs> name. Well, snip, snip session comes with his scalpel, right? He's cutting things away. I learned that the you want the pruning session to be in the younger stage of a tree. The younger a tree mm. is, the more you want to prune it. The older a tree gets, mm. the harder. You, you can't gotta, teach an old dog new tricks. You're gonna hurt the tree. Much easier if you prune it after it's well-established. Right. Come on. Hmm. It's hard to... What does the Bible say about discipline in a child? You're a dad. You tell me about it. (laughs) Don't spare the rod. (laughs) You know, the rod of correction, the discipline. But it's tough. The longer the child goes without the pruning... Yeah, spare the rod, spoil spoil the child. child. Yeah. It's difficult. If you don't bring the correction early... It's going to be hard to do it later. And that proves out with trees. They're much more disease prone from a cutting. Because anytime you cut, you leave an open wound. Right. When they're young, they can handle it. As they get older, if you prune that tree, the branch is bigger. That should have been small that it's pruned. It's going to cause more damage mm-hmm. the older it gets. Yeah. I think my wife's a hairdresser. Go ahead. I think about split ends. You know, your hair not going to grow if you got split mm. ends. That's an, I didn't know that. Yeah, so you got to cut off them split ends. And a lot of times to promote your hair to grow better, because like Brittany would tell me, she'd be like, hey, I'm growing my hair out. And then she'd go in for a haircut. And I go, what? Thought so too. You know what? That seems counterproductive. I'm not a rocket scientist, but if you're growing your hair out and you cut it, that seems very against the agenda. She said, no, no, no. I'm cutting off the split ends. I'm getting the hair back to a healthy part where it can grow better. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'm just giving examples. No, you're giving truth. I'm just giving some some examples. Good. I, I hope you're getting something. I'm hoping I'm explaining this well. And please, Jonathan, listen. And if what I'm saying is not connecting, is hard to understand, he gets me better than most people. Hopefully, he can bring some understanding in this conversation. I'm going to reference something and connect it to what we mentioned, I think, in our first podcast. And it was about watering certain parts of the day. Do you remember we talked about that? Yes. 
Yep. Tell them what you said about watering certain parts of the day. Well, I'll tell them kind of what we both said. So sometimes the right thing at the wrong time is going to be the wrong thing. And when you water in the heat of the day in your grass, like right now, we're, 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 we're encroaching on July. Yeah. When we're recording I mean, we're in this July. podcast, we're, yeah, it'll be July. And that's, that's a crazy heat. And if you're thinking, Hey, my grass is burning up, you're actually doing it a disservice to water in the middle of the day. Cause what's happening is you're actually creating a magnifying glass for the sun mm-hmm. and you're actually going to burn up your grass more. So you got to water at the right time, which would be in the middle of the night. It's true. And I just, the reason I said that is that the right, the right thing at the wrong time mm-hmm. is the wrong thing. It's the same way with pruning. Mm. There's certain times of the right. year that you don't prune. You don't prune when fruit is coming. It's coming. too late. And right. so often we try to do things in the spur of the moment. Let's cut this off. Let's do this. That's not when you prune. You prune in the right season. And normally the right season, whether it's a night season mm. or in the winter, going into the winter or before rapid growth happens, it's in a cool season. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to bring correction, if we're pruning, if we're looking to bring something in our life, I've learned it's great to be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow mm-hmm. to wrath. Cut things away in a cool season. Mm. Don't be heated. Don't be passionate. And when I do prune, come on, moving right into another yeah. point here. Don't prune what's going to bring forth fruit in the next season. We are impatient with our pruning process. Mm. Just because a branch has been there for a long time it may bring forth fruit in three years, but if that's going to be a fruit-bearing branch, leave it, let it bear forth fruit. If you get impatient, you can prune something that's going to bring forth fruit in a future season. It makes me think of what the Bible, again, we want to go back to the main seed, which is the word of God. Uh, Psalm 1 talks about a tree that is planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in its season. So often we look at other trees that are bringing forth fruit in their season, but we're not guaranteed that their season is the same thing as our season. And if we're impatient, we can prune things that will bear forth fruit in our season. And we compare a sin Mm. with other trees and cut off branches that God ordained to bear fruit. That was good. I was reading something. I was trying to connect some dots but i um, i need more time <laughs> i need more time he needs more time <laughs> uh and i just want to encourage you in all of this this is my journey and i'm really passionate about it because i thought something as simple as spending countless hours walking around pruning trees had very mm. little to do with my life and learning that all of these things can really right. apply to my spiritual life and yeah. my growth, not just as a maintenance guy, property maintenance guy, but as a Christian, right. as a man. You know, I, I'll bring another story into this. So when I was working maintenance, we have a couple trees here, seedless, like crab apple trees. Correct me if I'm wrong. They're crab tree, yep. apple trees. They're seedless. And one was growing in one of the islands. And I didn't know when the last time it was pruned. The pastor Mark brought me out and he said, this tree needs to be pruned. I'm like, you mean the bush? So it looked like a bush, but there were so many shoots, starts that were coming up, uh, little saplings that were coming up that they had grown into full mature branches and totally overwhelmed the base. And this thing looked like a bush. Pastor Mark said, 
that is not a bush. It never was a bush. That's a tree. Wow. And you need to prune all that out. It took me hours because I'm talking these little saplings that started up maybe a quarter, uh, you know, half inch were thick right. branches, shoots coming out of the ground that were two, three inches thick. Right. And over time, that thing ended up looking like something it never was intended mm. to be. And so if you leave some things unpruned in your life, you'll end up not just looking, but becoming something you're not supposed to be. That's and so after good. that pruning process was done, you could see the trunk, you could see the main uh, branch there, and it actually ended up looking like a tree again. But we got to address those things. You know what we call those things that grow from the base that never yeah, I put said forth? sapling. That's not true. No, no, saplings can oh. be true. But another S word, suckers. Suckers. What is sucking your suck. life away? Those are <laughs> things you got to get rid of. Yeah, because the water supply you're giving to that tree now has to go to all those little suckers. What is made to go to the branch that will eventually go to the fruit is going to the sucker instead of that. And it grows from the base of your life where it's coming together and it pulls life away from the core of who you are. Don't be a sucker. Going back to our last conversation about identity. There is who you really are. And often these mm. offshoots of our personality wow. are suckers in our life wow. that are made to be pruned. Yeah. Well, let's talk about pruning for looks versus yeah. pruning for growth. It's good. So we have some apple trees that are actually fruit bearing trees on our property. We don't have many of them, but we have a couple of them. And it, we have a few in our corridor along I-70 and Highway 6 mm. by Newcastle. And actually fruit bearing apple trees... I'm going to say it. I'm going to be blunt. Just They're ugly. They are ugly. They're ugly. They're they like Their one the redeeming quality them. is the apple they produce. The, the apple they produce. But from the external and from a distance, they do not look desirable. I wouldn't look twice. I wouldn't write home about that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know much about it. I can do some more research. But they, they like cap all the tops of them and they chop off the top of them. Yep. And they look, I want to say like a dumb and dumber haircut. <laughs> that's probably not the best way to bummer. put it yeah, it is a bummer <laughs> but they bear forth fruit and there's large fruit and it's it's really good yeah. now our trees we don't really care about the fruit right you know we, do we don't the, have a side business at the church where you can buy cartons of, of apples and no plums. we don't no we don't we what we want you here. to do is actually like the way our trees look but the problem is yeah. is that the, the fruit that comes on these trees is not the best and I, I believe God spoke to me once and he said, that's the difference here. You can trim and cut your life to look good and people will see you and they'll think there's something desirable about mm. your life and you can be more mindful of that or you can allow me to trim you and maybe you will not look like you want to in some ways, but the fruit of your life will right. be more beneficial. That's great. Pruning, that reminds me of reputation versus character. Go ahead. So you can make adjustments in your life or so-called perceived adjustments just so you appear a certain way to other people. And that's this, this whole difference between reputation and character. And so reputation is who you want people to perceive you as. Reputation is okay, um, but the main thing is character. Character is really who you are um, when nobody's watching. Character is the real you. So if you're really so concerned good. about your reputation, you're making adjustments, you're pruning, you're refining just so you are presentable when you go out. Right. But your character could still be a mess. Right. It's just who you 
how, who people perceive you to be. It's mm -hmm. not really who you are. That's true. So if your main goal in life is to just have a good reputation, then you're, I would venture to say that you're kind of missing the point mm -hmm. um, because that's just an outward appearance or, you know, how many times have we seen in the news, something comes out about someone you think, oh, you're like, man, this person had a great reputation and then they fall it's right. because their character was never dealt with. And so what are we focusing on most? What people perceive us to be or who we really are. And let me just tell you something. If you make the main goal working on your character, your reputation will That's take good. care of itself. That's great. And to tie this back in to what Christian E sayings that we reference a lot, but they have to do with trees. They have to do with growth. Could I say that character is really the root of my life mm -hmm. where reputation can end up being the fruit? Yeah. So if you address just the fruit, if I look at the fruit that's going on the tree and I never consider where my roots are going, I can't really right. change the condition of my fruit. No. But if I look to the root source and make sure it's getting the proper water and food and I mind the root, a proper root will produce a proper fruit. Amen. Character is the root that produces the fruit of a godly, good, reputation. honorable reputation. Yeah, that's great. Pruning, man. And so it's obviously painful. It's painful for the tree. It's mm -hmm. painful for a season, but it produces more growth. Yeah. And you're wondering in your life, why am I not growing? Well, you should probably take into account of the things that haven't been addressed. So there are things that you're letting get out of control. Some things, some character issues, some things in your heart, roots, right. bitterness, whatever it might be. Let God prune. Let God. And, you know, there's also another example, another analogy, the refining process. Yeah. Uh, you know, God, Jesus is the refiner. We, we sing songs right. about it in church. Refine me. The refining process is really intense. And when we think about metal and alloys and things like that. And when we're, and I'm, I'm taking it out of the realm of trees. We're going into the, the metals okay. and, conduct, and conducting electricity. And so one thing I learned from an electrician, Jerry Haskell, shout out. He's talking about how, um, you know, the best conductor is pure metal as a pure form of metal, like gold, we, we know it to be a very good conductor. And so the more pure the substance is, the better it can conduct electricity. That's true. And what we call an alloy is a mixture of metals. That's what brass is. It's, I believe it's copper and bronze, right? That's what brass is. It I could be wrong. If you're a metal specialist, don't shout me Not down. talking about the type of music. Right. <laughs> if you love <laughs> hardcore metal. Um, don't shout hey. me down because you do a lot of shouting. <laughs> you do a lot of shouting. But an alloy is a mixture. And when the more things that you mix together, the, the worse that it's going to conduct yes. electricity. So applying that in your own life, the refining process is very needed. If you're going to conduct mm -hmm. the life and the power of God through you, oops, I bumped the mic, and to other people, you got to be refined. And so Jesus says this, be holy as I am holy. And those who know this are going to purify themselves. That's true. And that sounds like a real daunting task, but the great thing about it is Jesus is there with you. Yep. And he's helping you and he's refining you. And it's very important to go through the refining process, go through the pruning process, first of all, so you can be more like Jesus, but secondly, so you can grow and help others grow. That's true. Yeah. Sowing and growing. 
sewing and growing. That's our podcast, and we're talking about yeah. it right now. One thing that keeps popping into my mind, which is a story from the Old Testament, and I'm not exactly sure. Every episode I say, I don't know how this is going to tie in, and then John ties it in somehow. So I'm going to throw him a curveball. Let's try it. I'm reminded of the story of King Rehoboam. Mm-hmm. And if those of you who don't know much about this story in the Old Testament, Israel had a bunch of kings. The king before him was King Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived. And he had a bunch of golden shields and items in the temple. And after he reigned, King Rehoboam came in. And King Rehoboam was not protecting the temple at all. He was not, he didn't have any guards in place. And what happened is enemies came in and they stole everything from the temple. And what he did is he ended up replacing them with shields and bronze, swords correct? of bronze, which was not nearly as valuable as the gold. And then what he did is he ended up putting guards to protect the bronze. So he had gold and he didn't protect it and he let it go. And then he replaced it with bronze and then started protecting something way less valuable. Right. I think I was just thinking of that because of the mixtures of well, alloy. A pruning process is a removing a way mm-hmm. of something that's not beneficial. Right. And our life's called to be pure. It's called to be holy. So pruning is removing. Yeah. Refining is heating up and removing what isn't pure. So the value of our life is in its purest mm. form. If we look at our life as gold, that's taking out impurities. If we look at it as a tree, it's pruning away branches that don't belong, mm-hmm. damaged, diseased things of our life and removing them. That's how I see the connection. Yeah. God just uses different analogies for us to get the main point. Right. And I'll say this real quick. In speaking of doing it young, I think wherever we're at, we're called to be childlike in our faith. And the more childlike you are, the easier it'll be to allow God to prune things out of your life. And another way to look at removing things when they start small instead of they've changed is Jonathan said the whole outlook of your life to where you look different than a tree. You look like a bush when you're called to be a tree. Think of it as a stain. I have a problem. I like to dribble my food all over my clothes at times when I eat. (laughs) You like to do it or it's just a consequence of eating? I sit in my chair Recording this podcast corrected. I do not enjoy doing it. It just yes. happens. If you did, I'd, I'd wonder Consistently, but I will overcome it. If I get a stain in my clothes, take it home, set it on a chair, and don't address it for a week, much harder to get that stain out yeah. than if I go to the bathroom right there at the restaurant and put some soap on it and work mm. it out. The quicker we get on these things, right. the better. But I want to say this. Hope is not lost. You might be listening to no. this, and you're much older than us. Physically and spiritually. And you might think, uh, this is going to cause some pain. Yeah, it will. But here's another phrase I like to to quote a lot of times. When's the best time to plant a tree? 25 years ago. When's the second best time to plant a tree? Right now. That's awesome. So wherever you're at in the pruning process, start it. It doesn't matter. And I think about this. There's another story about my dad. Remember that globe willow I talked about at the beginning? Yes. It ended up being a half globe willow because the trees Uh were planted too close together. As a result, the branches on one side got so heavy that the tree split yep. in half right down the trunk. And the diameter of the trunk was, I would say, almost five to six feet. Massive trunk. Maybe not that big, but a very big trunk. Split right down the middle. Wow. And my dad had an awesome idea. What he did is he, he got like 10 men from around the neighborhood. 
and they drilled holes into these into the trunk, into the branches, and they put eyelets in there, and they ratchet strapped this tree back together. Held it back. Yeah, they they put it back together. That fissure that was in the middle of the trunk, they closed that thing back up. They got it where it needed to be, and what happened is over the course of about two years, that entire thing healed back up to the point where it doesn't even need straps anymore. That's awesome. And that it thing can standard, be repaired. It can be repaired. And a tree can't decide when it's young. I believe no. us as believers, God calls us all to be his children. Choose to be a child today because children, young trees can take the pruning process. And if we choose to be childlike in our faith, we can take the pruning process. What is take your away. wisdom of the day? Um, The wisdom of the day would be... I will, I mean, it's kind of sounds kind of prideful, but the point I made Go ahead. about pruning, pruning for looks or pruning for growth. Yeah. I mean, you kind of expounded upon that, but being concerned about my character over my reputation yeah. and what you said, the character is really the root and the fruit of that is a good reputation. Yeah. Ditto. I'm totally yes. with you. Uh, you pray us out. I will. Pr- hey, hold on. I'm taking a drink. Of water. All right. I will pray us out. Father God, we thank you so much for um, being able to grow, being able to sow and being able to grow, as the name of this podcast would suggest. And Father, I pray that we would embrace the pruning process, even though it's painful, it helps us grow, Father God. And just these principles that we pointed out today, Father God, I pray that they wouldn't just be principles, just things that we read and mention every once in a while, but things that we truly would apply in our lives, Father God, that we would embrace the pruning process because we're all endeavoring to grow and be more like you. I thank you, Lord, that you're not leaving us out to dry. You're not leaving us hopeless, but you've given us your spirit. You've given us your word. You've given us the name of Jesus all tools to really help us in this process of pruning and growing and being refined um, and purified to look more like you, Jesus, because that's the goal, um, to to look more like you and to help others do that as well. Um, so we thank you for it. Um, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And I'm not going to say it this week. We will not see you on the podcast. <laughs> you will hear us. You will hear us next time. You will hear us next week. Thanks for tuning in. That's it. That's it. See you next time. Ah! <laughs> you just See you said next time. You literally. I did it. But I'm making growth. I will not be condemned. Okay. Best is yet to come. Amen. <laughs>